0: Okay, before we start the show, let's talk about our Amazon link for the holidays at BobSeska.com. Whether you're shopping for yourself, or if you're buying music by one of our excellent indie bands, or if you're getting a jump on your holiday shopping without leaving your house, don't forget to use our Amazon link just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. Our special link will take you to the front page of Amazon.com, where you can go shopping until you're dropping, and by doing so through our link, We receive a teeny tiny commission on some of your purchases. Thanks for shopping through our Amazon link. And now let the cartoons begin.
2: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up. Never surrender. This is The Bob Zeska Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com.
3: What are you doing to enhance the beauty of your home? We can help. We're Four Seasons Total Landscaping, and we're here to assist you in choosing the products that help you transition your house from one where the only trees are inside and blood red to a place you'll be proud of. If you stop by today, Four Seasons Total Landscaping can show you those helpful items, like outdoor kitchens for cooking up court cases, under and above ground netting to retain white nationalist weasels, lawn ponds with lame ducks, roses, gardenias, and laptop plants, and walls. Lots and lots of walls. Ineffective, stupid, expensive walls. So, gather your friends and meet us today at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. We're not the hotel, so don't make that stupid mistake. Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Look for us today, right next to the adult toy store. Four Seasons Total Landscaping. We never promised you a rose garden. Bob Seska! We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska
0: Show! (laughs) The Great Rocky Mountain Mike coming through in a clutch. Holy shit, that was good. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, November 10, 2020. And this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, sup, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,392 of the Trump crisis. Yes, it continues, but only 71 days until Inauguration Day. So let's bring him in, my good friend, Buzz Burbank, from Buzz Burbank News and Comment. Hi, hey, Buzz, hey. Buzz. Hi, hi, Bob. Hi,
2: everybody. Hello. Yeah, that's right, Bob. It's just uh, uh, just over six Scaramucci's till Inauguration Day. It <laughs> so. never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we keep track. Okay. Uh, he's Bob, I- I'm Buzz, and now that Trump's been defeated... We got nothing <laughs> yep as
0: yep. as
2: you will soon see uh, a, Attorney General Bill Barr, this is exciting. Attorney General Bill Barr has authorized you to listen to today's show, but only if you have substantial ears) <laughs> I put this in my uh, script this week. Seeing everybody celebrate in the streets, it was like a page out of Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. You know, they were banging pots and <laughs> honking horns and you know, it was very very Dr. Seussian. Right. But, uh, so our our long national nightmare is over. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm talking about the Steve Kornacki sleep deprivation experiment.
0: <laughs> He seemed to be doing fine last night. I'm happy to report that he's okay. He's okay. He's, he's awake. Well. He's alive. He's strong. <laughs> I am.
2: I am though pretty upset. Pretty upset with the media. Uh, uh, I see Bob. The, the Food Network still hasn't called the election. <laughs> Those bastards! <laughs> I don't know what they're waiting for. It's obvious. <laughs> and yeah, I love the uh, Rocky Mountain Mike bit about uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping <laughs> and, uh, and you know, next to the adult bookstore. It, but but look at this. First, Rudy sticks his hands down his pants in the Borat movie, <laughs> and now he's hanging out by adult bookstore. The
3: Bob Seska <laughs> Show!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Told you we had nothing.
0: Yeah. There we go, more Rocky Mountain Mike. Hear the Trumps tweeting again tonight, but he has
2: only bitches about the workings of our nation.
3: He's given us an awful fright. His big fat lips, they say words that make me wanna try starvation. He's just an
2: old man who's in the way. I'm hoping they'll find his older tax returns, or ancient tapes of pee -pee. I want to turn to him and say, Prison boy, it's waiting there for you. Prison boy. Gonna take a to get me away from you. There's nothing that you're
3: crooked. (laughs)
0: We never had. <laughs> that's right. Get your go bag ready. Donald. Get your passport all together. Rocky Mountain Month. That's right. Start working on some sort of disguise, some sort of fake name to use in a non extradition nation. Because Mm -hmm. here we fucking are. We have made it through this election. We We have a declared president elect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you feel, Mr. Burbank? I know
2: this is I know this is gonna shock you and everybody listening, but Bob, I'm optimistic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> ah, that's that is shocking. That's a, How about that? A new that? role,
2: a new role for me, isn't I it? I know. Uh, no, you know what? I see all the chicanery that you see. Uh, mm. I see all the danger to democracy that still exists and will continue to exist for the next seventy days. Yeah. Uh, and and that's all very concerning. It's we're right to be worried about that. But I also. Uh, have learned a lot. I've I've done an awful lot of reading about transition. Ask me anything about this or any other transition, and I think I can help. Uh, uh, and, And those things that I've learned make me very optimistic about how well this can go, in spite of how badly it's going in many respects.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what we're... I'm I'm celebratory, in short. I'm I'm very optimistic. And as we all should be. I mean, ultimately, there are lots of reasons to be celebratory, and that goes to the vote totals, that goes to the uh, margin of victory, that goes to the electoral college, that goes to the popular vote, that goes to everything. I mean, you start to look at the crosstabs, you start to look at uh, the exit polls, and it was... An right. extraordinary election. Then then that you take into consideration also the history of the fact that I think this is the third time maybe since hoover that this happened I, I i think if you include hoover it's four times that an incumbent president has been unseated in an election sometime in the past hundred or so years so it's a amazing ra- it's a rare thing it never really happens here and i think anyone who is criticizing the democrats or anyone who's criticizing joe biden's campaign is not seeing the uh, forest for the trees in all of yeah, this because it
2: wasn't it wasn't a perfect election for us. It, yeah. it really wasn't. And, uh, you know, we can take a look at that. But it wasn't as bad. And I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not. But uh, so many uh, Democrats, so many progressives immediately jumped into the blame game. Whose fault was it? Oh, the pollsters. It's those pollster bastards. Yeah. That's, who, that's who messed us up. No, it's the Democrats. The Democrats didn't run the right candidates. People were, They were looking for people to blame. And it was far too early to be doing that because not all the numbers, not all the data were, were in. And uh, the more data comes in, the more correct we see the pollsters were. Uh, we we see what some of the problems are, but overall uh, we've done very well, and I think stand a very good chance at winning those two senate seats in Georgia to win control of the Senate. I know that Wall Street's going to be pumping a lot of money into the Republican candidates there, but America, not just Georgians, but Americans mm-hmm. are going to be pouring money into the Democratic campaigns there. So I'm I'm even optimistic about that. And of all the blocking that's going on with the transition, uh, the Biden folks. I've, I've been reading about this. and It's very exciting. I'm so excited about the Biden team. They are all over this. They've been anticipating it for weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are preparing. They they have legal challenges nearly ready uh, to 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 try to stop this. And they're doing little things behind the scenes uh, that that are creating what's being called a shadow transition. And so uh, there is. Uh, some transition underway. There are people in the Trump administration that despite orders from the White House are cooperating with the transition.
0: Yeah, and thank God for that because no one else currently serving in the executive branch of government is helping out. And one of the reasons why they're not helping out is they're they're fucking terrified of the president's Twitter feed. I mean, that seems to be the word that we're getting back now is that the people who are standing up for Donald Trump are doing so because... They're worried that he's going to go after them on Twitter. I mean, this That's is basically uh, it. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, so many people are terrified of this Golgothin, this shit monster. It it, it, and, it it
2: isn't safe. It isn't safe to leave him yet. It isn't right. safe for Republicans to leave him yet because so many Trump supporters believe what Trump believes, which is that the election isn't over and that that uh, uh, the Democrats cheated. Uh, these are very strongly held perceptions across the country among Trump supporters. And so in the end, it's always what Republicans are always afraid of are the voters who are listening to Trump's tweets. So yeah, indirectly right. that's that's very much true. Uh the people inside the administration are responding to a presidential order, a White House order. The White House has ordered agency heads not to cooperate. Have we, uh, it's it's that clear cut.
0: Have we ever seen another no. case in American no. history, at least presidential history no. in which so many people are no. trying to prop up <laughs> this guy's brittle brittle ego. I no. it's it has nothing to do with policy. It has nothing really to do with any legitimate concern about voter fraud or election fraud or anything along those lines it's all about making sure that donald trump has his whoopee he's got to be sucking on that whoopee 24/7 and someone tries to take it away from him it's just a tantrum and he freaks it's- out shits his pants and then everybody's got to scramble to to keep that from happening it's incredible that effort to prop him up isn't it
2: yeah it, it really is I, I you know they they have nothing they they really mm-hmm. have nothing And in terms of the lawsuits... Uh, there's nothing in them. They are hollow. They are without yeah. evidence. And uh, federal code, uh, federal law is very clear about uh, how what lawsuits can go forward yeah. in court. And all of these, all of them are going to be thrown out because none of them are about winning. None of them are really mm-hmm. about overturning the election. It's what all of this is about is to delegitimize the election That's right. of Joe Biden. And, and it will succeed with a sizable chunk of people. But here's something that encourages me is the more I hear. I mean, Erdogan, for crying out loud, Turkish (laughs) President Erdogan has now congratulated uh, Joe Biden. There's an asterisk on it. He did say on Joe Biden's projected win. But uh, even even Trump's buddy dictator Erdogan uh, is congratulating Joe Biden. The world is telling Donald Trump he's lost. He knows he's lost. This isn't about holding on to power so much as it is about discredit, you know, uh, dismantling democracy, dismantling government, and discrediting the election.
0: Yeah, and even Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, even Netanyahu, <laughs> congratulated yes. Uh, yes. Joe he, Biden on this. That's got a sting. I mean, that's really got to hurt Trump. Huh? He was
2: he he was like the first, and obviously he has selfish motives there. and Netanyahu himself is in trouble, yeah, and uh, he wants uh, is you know the people of Israel to know that. Uh, that uh, they still have a, a good connection with the United States. Mm. I, I I smiled when I saw that Netanyahu, in that very fast congratulations, uh, noted uh, his long and warm friendship with Joe Biden as, as as part of it. So although Netanyahu's been an evil buddy of Trump for these last four years, he responded so quickly it was as if he couldn't wait to get out of that relationship and go back to his old boyfriend.
0: Yes, because even the people who defend Donald Trump think he's a nincompoop. I mean, that's the main thing about all of many, this. Again, Many they-
2: do. Some are as nincompoopy as he is. <laughs>
0: Right, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying before about people like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just let's just humor the giant baby. We got to make sure the giant baby has his whoopee and will be okay. Yeah. We just get you through wanted... this. Ugh.
2: You know, one a couple of things I'm eager to talk about today. I, yeah, and, you know, I'm sorry, but it's just I have stuff on my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell, for one. Yeah, uh, much is being made hey. about uh, Mitch McConnell's comments uh, that uh, it's being reported. That he's, uh, you know, greenlighting, and and he is, he's he's giving, uh, he's giving a tacit approval to uh, Trump's challenging the election. But look at McConnell's words. Look at his specific words. Mm-hmm. Look at the specific words of Bill Barr. Neither one of them are saying there was election fraud. You know, much controversy is being made over McConnell's statement. Uh, let's count all the legal votes and let's not count any of the illegal votes. Well, is there anyone who disagrees? with that. Right. I mean 100% 100% of us feel that that same way. So he's not saying anything special there. It 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 he's saying that to keep Trump at bay so that Trump won't attack him on Twitter. Yeah. Uh you know and, and and that's what that's about. But <laughs> McConnell is not saying that there's fraud. He's not saying that the election results should be overturned. Uh he's just trying to keep Donald calm yeah, while yeah. Uh, while we get through this next seventy days to the extent that he can. And the same with Bill Barr, who's trying to save his job with so many other heads on on the chopping block: uh, Esper, uh, gone, uh, Haspel, and uh, Christopher Ray. Next, uh, you know, Bill Barr knows he's got a, a little PR problem with Trump and uh, wants to save his job. So he's he's said he's authorized. He said basically what he said is it's okay if you investigate. Mm-hmm genuine uh, cases of fraud that would impact the result of the election. My God, there are so many asterisks on that. And he didn't order them to conduct these investigations or launch them. Uh, it did cause the chief crimes investigator to quit in protest because he didn't want to have any part of that. That's right. Uh, but but he, Barr never ordered him. He, he issued the weak-ass statement that he did just to keep Trump happy. Mm-hmm. So now the danger side of both of these comments from McConnell and Barr is that they allow the president to continue doing what he's doing, which does endanger democracy. But in the end... Donald Trump will leave office on January twentieth at twelve oh one.
0: That's right. Well, what they're doing, what Mitch McConnell's doing, what Bill Barr are doing. I mean they are inventing fan fiction. They're inventing a Mm. fantasy of an illegitimate election to delegitimize Joe Biden going into his first term as president. I don't believe there's any possibility whatsoever, and I believe they know this, of overturning the election. There's not going to be some other result. Donald Trump is not suddenly going to magically win the election as he's claiming on Twitter. It's just not going to happen. And that's not the goal of Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham or any of these bastards. They're in this solely to create an air of illegitimacy among their 70 million supporters, and that's that in and of itself is significantly dangerous, and that's something we need to keep a, a close eye on and make sure we debunk it whenever possible. But at the same time, at least we know that there's no chance that suddenly there's going to be a, a rabbit pulled out of the hat and Trump is going to ha- end up with a second term. It's Just not, it, it ain't going to happen. No, and, no, and that, that yeah, ship has sailed. That's right. <laughs> and and meanwhile, uh, you were talking about Mitch McConnell. He is doing his best to drive Democratic turnout in this Georgia runoff, the pair Uh of Georgia runoff elections, because, I mean, what better motivation for turnout for the Georgia uh, runoff election than... Mitch McConnell saying that uh, he plans to block all of Joe Biden's uh, cabinet nominees. I mean, it's just like, uh, here, oh. come on, Democrats, vote against the Republican I, leadership in the Senate, I gotta, please.
2: I got, I know a little bit of uh, sort of inside information, and and I have a proposal of my own. Oh, is this a I'm scoop? Very, Do we, can that, we say that that this is, an, ex, well, is this no, an exclusive, no, no, I, a buzzer bank exclusive? No, 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 we can't say that at all. Okay. I, I, I got this initial, this initial information I got from, I believe, The Washington Post, ah, okay. which which uh, reported that Biden already has a plan to uh, appoint acting secretaries, uh, acting cabinet mm-hmm. members. He, he knows that if he, you know, he's already heard from McConnell that uh, the intention is to block his nominees so he can just do what Trump did and put acting people in, in their place. Now, here's my idea. This will be the first time I've spoken this out loud, but I think it's a pretty clever idea. We make reasonable nominations to the Senate for nominees for the cabinet. Mm -hmm. Moderates, you know, somebody everybody normally could agree on. And they say no. Well, we install a cabinet secretary who is a little farther left. Yeah. Then than the person. And, you know, we we make the offer to the Senate. You know, we find somebody willing to do this. We make the offer to McConnell. OK, you either uh, approve of the moderate that everybody can agree on or we keep this a little farther left person in as the acting secretary of that department. Uh, that might be a cudgel you could hold over McConnell uh, to push uh, reasonable nominees through.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, it's it's always possible and I think uh, in the near term though, this vow that uh, Mitch McConnell has made, and again, he's made these things in the past too. I mean, remember mm-hmm. in 2009, his goal, his entire mission as Senate Obama. Majority Leader would be to make uh, Barack Obama one-term president. So these are the sort of declarations that he likes to make and we can either go, ooh, that rat bastard or we can actually use it to drive turnout because one of my big takeaways in this election and this might be my biggest takeaway out of this Mm -hmm. election is that there is no way to communicate to those uh, QAnon, you know, blood-sucking conspiracy theory diner folk. That's not going to happen. Any sort of outreach to Trump voters, I think, is a waste of fucking time. And I think the alternative solution to that is based on the reality of this past election, which is that 13% of the people who, for the most part, voted for Joe Biden— were brand new voters, brand new voters, 13% right. yeah. brand new voters. 66% right. of those new voters voted for Joe Biden, only 14% voted for Donald Trump. So, what we need to do from this point forward is to register more Democrats. That's the key. Register more Democrats and then drive turnout, turnout, turnout. That's the way we win these things. It's not a matter, we don't go into the diners like the New York Times and CNN has been doing since uh, 2016. We don't do that. There's no communicating with people who voted a second time for a sociopath. So the only (laughs) alternative is to just keep increasing our overall numbers. That's the winning solution here. And Mitch McConnell's pledge... To block Joe Biden's nominees in the Senate is is huge motivation yeah. to that effect. I think
2: I think McConnell can get him off the bench in the same way that Trump got him off the bench, and and I do think uh, Democrats across the country will contribute generously to those Senate campaigns in Georgia. Uh, And and uh, lead to at least one victory there. Uh, uh, We'd like to get both, obviously, if if we could. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's uh, getting control of the Senate would be very, 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 very helpful. And some say crucial to the success of the uh, Biden
0: presidency. There you go. What I want to talk about here, uh, before we go any further, is Uh maybe the best news of the day. Oh, yes. And the best news of the day is coming to us from the United States Supreme Court. What? Um, Yeah. Don't you
2: mean the United States Supreme Courtyard by Marriott? (laughs) Don't you mean?
0: (laughs) Yes. That's Rudy Giuliani's next stop. He's challenging the election all the way up to the Supreme Courtyard by Marriott. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, the Supreme Court is uh, kind of surprising me today, though I shouldn't be surprised because I've kind of been forecasting this for a while. They're, of course, hearing oral arguments about the Affordable Care Act today, and it seems to be going pretty well. I mean, obviously yeah. there were all kinds of things that could go on between now and when the decision is handed down, mm. but for right now, based on these oral arguments— it seems pretty likely that yeah, uh, that uh, John Roberts, of course the three liberal justices, and maybe Brett Kavanaugh, uh, in yes. fact very likely Brett Kavanaugh, are going to yes. say, look, this case is ridiculous. Why don't we just... Declare the mandate unconstitutional. Strip that out. Sever that from the law, and just leave the rest of the law in place. And that's the thing we should. Yeah, yeah. the
2: thing we should emphasize about this ruling is, and this is the best news of all: it doesn't change anything. The mandate the court appears to be striking down today uh, was already eliminated by Congress three years ago, Uh, and so there. They're striking down something that no longer exists anyway. Uh, Obviously, the act is going to need some work. Uh, Fortunately, Joe Biden has a plan for that. And uh, at least we have something left to build on. That's one of the Mm -hmm. most exciting things about where I honestly believe this ruling is headed. Uh, and, yeah, Kavanaugh was just a complete shock on this. But uh, you know, five justices appear to favor uh, keeping uh, Obamacare except for the mandate that had already been struck down by Congress. Yeah. So this is a, a huge win and a huge help for the, the Biden presidency and for the country in terms of health care. It's very encouraging news. Yes,
0: indeed. Uh, John Roberts uh, said during the oral arguments that uh – Striking down Obamacare when Congress wouldn't is, quote-unquote, not our job, naturally. A big comment from Kavanaugh who said, I tend to agree with you that the case is, quote, very straightforward under your severability precedents. Those Mm. precedents, including an uh, opinion authored by Kavanaugh last term, said there is usually a strong presumption in favor of severability. Now, what that means is you can sever a portion of a law but without striking down the entire rest of the law.
2: Right, and, and that's, that's what it appears they're going to do. Y-
0: yeah. yeah, it does seem fairly clear, uh, Brett Kavanaugh said, that the proper remedy would be to sever the mandate provision and leave the rest of the act in place. Wonderful. And then uh, I think Ellie Mistal uh, from the Stephanie Miller Show is, uh, is live-tweeting this, and he wrote, Thomas and Alito are like, good trick, let's kill it now. And then Kavanaugh and maybe Barrett are like, but why would this trick actually work? And then Breyer and Sotomayor are like, fuck you, ghouls, we're not dumb. And then Roberts and Kagan are like, why is this case even here? Just go away. So that was a, a pretty good readout of the proceedings of the Supreme Court.
2: If, if only it really went that way, that would be great. Yeah, That's how exactly. they should, how they should yeah. talk.
0: So, yeah, so we're looking at at least, obviously, uh, as I said, the three liberal justices plus uh, Roberts and Kavanaugh, and that's the ball game. the The ACA would be upheld at that point. Look at yes? this. Look yeah. at
2: this. Look at. I mean, we have been through such a dark period. And I'll be honest with you. I know the jokes suck today. I, I, you don't have to tell me. Uh, and here's why. Uh, we really, it's it with these kinds of victories, with this kind of hope. Yeah. You know, a comedy. The best comedy is born out of pain. And I just didn't have any pain today, in terms of. Uh, the Biden victory and and this, uh, what appears to be a very favorable ruling for the Affordable Care Act.
0: It shows right. a basic lack of understanding of the law, and I think intentionally <laughs> so. Because we're seeing yeah. that all over the place right now. Yes, yeah, politics. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We're seeing this deliberate dumb guy act, where it's like, I don't know, where where they, they <laughs> invent this mail-in voting shit? And it's like, well, yeah, it's, it's a thing. We've been doing it for a while now. There are entire states that have always done mail-in voting. This is the way it works. It is like, ah, I've never seen this before. It's just, oh, my God, you fucking idiots. But it's not just that they're dumb. It's just that they're being deliberately dumb about it. And that was the case, again, in the original ACA case down in Texas where the guy's like, "Yeah, I don't understand how this works. You take out the mandate and the whole thing's got to go. And it, that's it's no, hard. no. It's,
2: it's hard to find a line of delineation, uh, a line of delineation between uh, the stupidity and the criminality of a Republican. Yeah. Uh, they, they uh, you know, it's hard to tell where one stops and the other begins because I see evidence of both. I see some conservatives saying stupid things because mm-hmm. they are stupid. Yeah. I see other conservatives saying stupid things because they are liars. Uh, and and uh, sometimes it's both. And it, it's a little hard to, to pin that down.
0: It's so frustrating, but at the same time, it's so revealing in terms of how they're proceeding about all of this. You know, it just it emphasizes the fact that know them well. they know more than anyone else that their followers will believe anything they fucking say. So if you pander to the ignorance, You're probably going to succeed. That's the name of the game in all of this. That's the textbook move. Well, it's
2: it's all about repeating (laughs) lies until they're accepted as truth, and uh, that's, that's how the Trump supporters, the Red Hats, have been hypnotized.
0: There you go. Well, there has never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. From increasing group events to school reopenings to, oh my God, the rise of COVID in this country for the fall and the winter, wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick. The Director of the CDC, testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine. So until that vaccine drops soon, When it comes to reducing The spread of COVID In our country The mask is the thing Only respirator masks Provide medical grade protection And only FDA authorized Respirator masks Provide the quality required The newdealshop.com Has your FDA authorized Respirator masks Ready to ship right now And every pouch comes with Verifiable anti-fraud labeling Trust the mask Medical professionals are using Go to TheNewDealShop.com And get FDA authorized U.S. tested respirator face masks Now with free immediate shipping For my listeners Bulk pricing is available Too so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly. Go to thenewdealshop.com right now and get FDA authorized respirator masks. Keep yourself and keep your family safer and healthier this fall. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you.
2: The
1: just begun up the shade.
0: Ooh, I'm gonna uh, perfect song perfect perfect song for this past uh-huh. week or so this is uh, the great Michael McDermott let a little light in from uh, Willow Springs which is his uh, 2016 yeah, album thought it might be appropriate to go all the way back to where this horse shit began. Almost my way of like a reset. We're resetting everything. We're trying to uh, maybe just cancel the past four years. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if we could just eliminate it, put an asterisk next to his name and move on, huh?
2: Well, this is the kind of thing that will help our PTSD, I think, uh, you know. Happy songs. That's what we need right now. Let (laughs) the the sunshine in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, did you know today, I I hope all of you listening in Minnesota went out and voted today. uh, (laughs) Because Eric Trump announced that uh, today is election day in Minnesota for some reason. Because Eric Trump's an idiot. He Uh, has
2: solidified his title as the stupidest Trump.
0: (laughs) God. So what he did was apparently robo-posted this, uh, scheduled a tweet for the wrong fucking day. For a week after the election. Right. So, if you're a red hat and you've been following all of your election instructions based on Eric Trump's <laughs> tweets, we're very, very sorry, but we tried to warn you. We tried <laughs> to tell you guys that these people are morons. And, you know, this, this legal team pursuing all of these uh, rumors and nonsense about illegal votes and so on. I mean, it, it is... Wow. If it wasn't so damaging to uh, the American traditions of uh, a peaceful transition of power, democracy, Uh, it would be hilarious because it is hilarious to see these guys. It's like it's like watching that uh, uh, a plumbing. We will go episode of the three stooges where (laughs) Curly gets trapped inside a cage of his own pipes and there's water spewing out and he's screaming. That's basically the Trump campaign team right now
2: it is both hilarious and dangerous uh and Mm -hmm. and this this battle this alleged legal battle is about pr and politics and delay yeah. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing substantive in those lawsuits. They aren't going to, And even if he won all of the lawsuits, of, uh, yeah. if we could turn back the clock, start the lawsuits all over again, and this time have him win all of them, it still wouldn't change the outcome of the election. No This one... is about delay. This is about allowing him to put off the transition to help sabotage the Biden administration uh, to the extent that he can. Like I said, the Biden administration's all over this. The yeah. transition team, they've got... Connections inside the government, uh, and although the government money for the transition hasn't been freed up, did you know they're legally allowed to accept donations for that? Interesting. And also, yeah, and also, and also, the, the uh, Biden campaign, even before the election, was already in touch with recently fired government experts. Yeah, from yeah. the Trump administration to get a read on what's going on in those agencies, since they can't get that read from current Trump officials. And uh, and also maybe make some friends for the incoming administration. Uh, this is going to be a very well. Also, the other thing is, it, it Biden hasn't been out of the White House that long. He's yeah. been out. He's been out of the White House four years. He still knows people. <laughs> yes, his, he does. His his people still know people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's going to take them no time to get up and running, which is a good thing because every day that uh, the election result determination is delayed, what's it called? The ascertainment. Yeah, by the head, of the General Services Administration. Uh, every day that that's delayed does delay the start of the. Uh, Biden administration by another day, and several days have gone by so far since the result of the election. The nine eleven commission report will tell you why this delay is a very bad idea.
0: That's right. And how fucking dare they meddle? I mean, who does Trump think he think he is to to p- try to ego? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we know some of the reasons, but I mean, ultimately, uh, these are people who are enabling this nonsense where Trump feels as though he's above all these traditions, or he d- they're. Relevant. It doesn't matter because they're not written down in law. And even if they were written down in law, it's not like it would even fucking matter. That's the
2: crazy thing.
0: Yeah, he has
2: found so many loopholes for us that I hope we're writing down because we need to fix them. For example, the law there—the law that says the GSA head uh, is the one who determines ascertains when the election is final. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, that's done within just hours of the networks calling it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes fifteen minutes. I mean, it's happened very, very quickly. Now days have gone by, and you know days more will go by, Mm -hmm. and it's all because the law that governs this doesn't specify any criteria for determining the election. Past GSA chiefs have done it uh, as soon as the networks called it. This one says, eh, let's wait till every vote has been counted and all of the lawsuits are settled, and then maybe we'll we'll declare it. Uh, Expect this to be Expect this to go on through mid December, and it's just for it's partly for Trump's ego, so he doesn't have to admit defeat. I I hear that he won't ever uh, concede, but that he will at some point publicly agree to a peaceful transition of power but not until after all this is settled and every day that goes by uh, delays the Biden administration from its work.
0: I don't think he's even going to do that. I, I think he's going to just run out the clock on this and just continue to scream about how the election was stolen from him and he's the rightful Always winner. In. And Always and, and forever. Years yeah. from now, he'll still oh, yeah. be screaming that. Yeah, Right. The, the whole intention of what they're doing right now is the same intention as every investigation that Trump has decided to launch over the past four years, which is not necessarily to find the truth, but right. enough enough PR, little teeny politics, tiny things, yeah, that he can extrapolate into, oh fuck, see that? See that right there? They got, We caught them on that one little teeny tiny insignificant thing, so yeah, it must um, be an entire conspiracy to tear me down, to undermine me so unfair sad. And that's, PR and, that's PR what they're and doing here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: PR politics and delay, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And And uh, that PR, of course, as you just said, filled with lies.
0: Right, right. I mean, how many times have we seen IG reports coming out of the Justice Department or coming out of Department of Defense or State Department or wherever saying that uh, we found no impropriety and there'll be one thing, like a footnote, you know, 120 pages into the report that says, eh, well, this FBI agent crossed out something that he or she shouldn't have crossed out. And then suddenly Trump and Don Jr. and all the rest of them, Sean Hannity, like, fucking see that? Did you see that they, footnote? It's like, no, and, no, it doesn't make any difference what the footnote says. You guys are they still will, full of shit.
2: They will use isolated anecdotes to yeah. imply that they are the tip of an iceberg that right. does not exist. That's right. And and the Trumpsters uh, believe that. The mm-hmm. Red Hats believe it. Yeah, and, uh, you know that's going to continue to be a problem. I, I, you know, people have talked about, and you know, because Trump's going to continue to say he was cheated. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I hear he's starting a political action uh, committee uh, that that could turn into a 2024 campaign uh-huh. uh, that would, in the meantime, support Trump-loving uh, politicians if mm-hmm. there are any left. I, I've heard, oh, he's going to start a TV network. He'll he'll take over OAN or uh, you know start one of his own. Uh, or, the, you know, I, I hear all these things about what Trump is going to do uh, after, uh, you know, host Celebrity Apprentice again. i, I tell you what I think Trump's going to do. I think he's going to go to jail. Yeah. Let me, I, I think it is a reasonable scenario to propose this. Uh, Marine One, which isn't really called that at the time, will, as always, carry the outgoing president off of the White House grounds to Andrews Air Force Base. hmm Uh, the outgoing president will then be placed on an Air Force plane, an Air Force jet, and be flown to anywhere inside the country that he wants to go. I see no reason why New York state prosecutors cannot be waiting for Trump at the foot of the steps of that plane when it lands, wherever it lands, probably Florida. Yeah. So uh, they've got the goods. They've Mm -hmm. got the case. They've got the evidence. Uh, the only reason they haven't arrested him already is because he's still president. That's right. Uh, I, I, I hope, I hope that my dream scenario uh, can be reality. i I believe that there's that it has credibility. I believe, this is something that could happen. So, for everybody worried about, oh, he's going to have a game show, he's going to have a network, he's going to, he's got the political action. no, in my in my world, he's going to jail.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Michael Beschloss's forecast, which is that at the yes. very most, Donald Trump would be talking at county fairs. That <laughs> that'll be the extent <laughs> yeah, no, of see, his visibility. That isn't good.
2: That isn't good either. I mean, I, I get it, and and you know, I, it, it's where a clown belongs, but. Uh, I no, I don't. I don't want him continuing uh, spreading these lies. And one way to make it stop is to put his ass in jail. <laughs>
0: I hope that I desperately hope that that happens. And yeah, of course, I mean,
2: am I crazy? Does that seem reasonable to you? Oh, God, absolutely. That, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, there's a whole backlog of shit that is going to come right. crashing down on his head starting right. on January 21st next year. And we can count on that. I mean, once they start going through all of the horse shit that was buried. I mean, we're talking about indictments up and down the board, including Donald Trump, including his kids. I mean, that is the hope. I mean, that obviously, we can't see the future, but at the same time, we know what's out there. We know what has been suppressed for the last four years. We know that Donald Trump has abused his power to eliminate some of these investigations against him and his cronies, and the fact that a few of them slipped through is just an indication of how incompetent he is in, in terms of defending his own ass.
2: Progressives have gotten so used to Trump winning, they presume that he's going to keep winning. And again, I get where that comes from, but mm-hmm. I think the winnings. Already stopped.
0: Well, meanwhile, this is good news as far as the future goes, as far as January 20th goes. Well, Joe Biden plans to sign a series of executive orders after being sworn into office on January 20th to reverse Trump's policies, including rejoining the Paris Climate Accord, reversing the country's withdrawal from the World Health Organization, repealing the ban on travel from some Muslim majority countries, and reinstating the program allowing dreamers to remain in the country. That's DACA. And And that will be reinstated right there.
2: Absolutely. And uh, scratching all 100 of Trump's orders, uh, rolling back Obama, environmental and climate protecting uh, initiatives. Wow. So uh, we're going to get all that back, too. Uh, It is said that uh, there's always kind of a a jerk in the car when uh, the, the gears shift from one administration to another, that there's always a bit of a jolt. Uh, Mm -hmm. This, I understand and I believe, will be the hardest jolt the country has ever felt in terms of a change of direction. Uh, It's going to happen big. It's going to happen fast. Uh, The Trump damage to our government, uh, the biggest parts of it will be immediately eliminated and uh, others will follow. Uh, You know, there are a gazillion things, literally, that's a a mathematical term. Mm -hmm. There are a gazillion things that Trump has done that need to be undone. The good news is we're finding out it isn't going to take as long to do that as many people worried Uh, we can fix a lot of that really fast.
0: Yeah, and and so much of it, too, uh, going back to the Georgia runoff, so much of it, too, is going to have to do with the control of the Senate. And, I mean, the the heartbreaking thing coming out of this election, and I don't mean to be Debbie Downer in our week of triumph here, but the biggest Downer thing to occur has been, the fact that we weren't able to cleanly retake the Senate, given the fact that this was a tough year for Republicans, not only because of Donald Trump, but because of the very nature of the map, where there were I don't know, what, 23 different Republicans who were up for re-election this year, and there were only maybe uh, 8 or 10 Democrats uh, up for re-election. I forget the actual numbers there, the actual breakdown, but the fact is that it should have been much more difficult for the Republicans to maintain their majority, given those numbers. It should have been a, a, a much easier Easier ask to get beyond that 50 51 threshold and it just didn't fucking happen
2: whatever reason a a person may assign to uh, the democrats losing seats in the house while maintaining the majority Mm -hmm. and uh not uh, solidly quickly winning control of the senate uh whatever you're blaming that on is probably one of the factors i think there are I think it's important to know that there are multiple factors that cause that to happen, and many of those are still being sorted out. Mm-hmm. So give us some time to look at the data and see exactly what happened. Uh, we've we've heard a number of theories. I don't even want to repeat them because uh, I don't want to give any one of them too much credence. Uh, they they all may be valid to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but but let's not be too quick to to shoot each other uh, no, no. over over what didn't go as well as we hoped. The biggest relief of all and and you know we talked you and I Bob talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, those who believe believed that it doesn't make any difference who's president. Uh, you're going to you're going to see just as you saw the difference with Donald Trump, you may see it in even starker contrast uh, with the uh, beginning of the Biden administration.
0: That's right. Well, I think the drive to oust Mm -hmm. Donald Trump was so powerful that a lot of first-time voters... I mean, again, we're talking about 13%, or let's break it down, 66% of 13% of the Mm -hmm. people who voted this time around uh, may have forgotten to vote in some of the down-ballot races. I mean, it's entirely or, possible that you, or, okay, got, don't, f- fuck Donald Trump, let's fill out the, the bubble for Donald Trump, but ah, I forgot about the other shit. So
2: You, you know, and, and, and we as active Democrats, uh, you and I and the people listening to the show, here's what we can do to fix that next time, mm. is uh, help our brethren yeah. uh, figure out how to fill out, because I'll tell you, I know exactly what happens. People get the ballot, and they know who they're going to vote for for president. Mm -hmm. But as they go down the ballot, they don't know who these people are. In many cases, it's sad, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially when it comes to judges and stuff, uh, there are easy ways to research. I mean, I researched every judicial vote that I cast. I researched every question on the ballot. I researched everybody, school board, whatever, mm. uh, and because I wanted to make sure I was making the right choice. Uh, if if there were party affiliations, of course. Straight Democrat, yeah. but <laughs> uh, I, but 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 I, I'd even researched those, and I, you know, I mean, I wasn't just doing it as a machine. I was doing it because I had read about these people, and it's very easy to do. It doesn't require a lot of reading or a lot of research. As many know, our newspapers uh, often through their websites have voter guides. That, that tell you a little bit about each candidate, making it maybe a little paragraph, makes it very easy to decide. I think the reason people didn't fill out the down ballots, especially these new voters, is they just didn't know who to vote for. That's right. Uh, and so we, as active Democrats, need to help them with that in future elections. It's very—I think you've really hit on something big there for all the reasons that have been mentioned, all the theories that have been espoused as to why we didn't do better— uh, in state houses we did we did mm-hmm. lousy in state houses this year yeah. what the hell and and uh, you and i know that politics is local that uh, Republican control of this country and our voting districts and our voting laws uh are all determined or many in ca- many cases being determined by Republican legislatures you got to stop that stuff and yeah. uh, you, you do that by voting down ballot
0: mm-hmm. and in fact there's a cheat sheet that you can look at if you go to the yep. website yep. for your state Democratic party whatever state you live in there is a democratic party organization in that state they have a website and what they often do and i know they did this here in maryland is they'll give you an an entire sample ballot and recommend all of the candidates that you should vote for if you want to vote for a straight democratic ticket so you sit there with your mail-in ballot you load Mm -hmm. up the website on your browser you go through and if you don't want to think about some because some of the school board races some of the local races don't necessarily put the party affiliation with the candidate so you know you don't know and then you got to pick four or five out of a batch of (laughs) maybe seven of them and so who do i choose out of this and so you end up kind of looking at names and and going is that is that name a democratic name and that's the wrong way to do it just go to the cheat sheet from your democratic state website and uh, and fill it out that
2: way yeah the problem is first time voters don't know that those resources are available so it's upon us uh, more experienced voters to provide them, you know, just yeah. they're not, and they're not going to find it if you just say, "Hey, if you go look, you could find." Uh, there's a chance they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Hand them, hand them the That's list. Right. Hand right. them the sample ballot, or whatever. Hand them the research, uh, and then if they want to pursue it further, they can but at least they can get an idea before they go into the booth. I honestly think you've hit on something very big there, and I think the reason is because people just don't know who those folks are down ballot.
0: Well, I want to talk about two actual cases of fraud in this election. That's No. <laughs> yeah, I also want to talk about Mark Esper, too. That's coming up yeah. right after these words. Good.
3: Ceca
0: favorite albums here on the show this is uh alex and megan mcduffie another song from their hero album this is called arcane life yeah it sounds like it's straight out of like 1982 pop radio i love this track i love this entire album if you're really into like early 80s new wave and pop yep. holy shit this album has it such a great yeah. throwback such a refreshing uh, listen here uh, we're, finding
2: a, we're finding a lot of that, by the way, in the music that's being submitted to you. Uh, a lot of 80s-sounding songs are coming oh, through, yeah. and I'm, yeah, I know you and I are both excited about that.
0: Yeah, link in the description to support uh, Alex and Megan McDuffie, and of yeah. course, uh, Michael McDermott and all the recording artists here on the show. Just go to bobseska.com, click on the link for this here particular episode of the show, and we've got all the links there waiting for you uh, to support these bands and uh, musicians and so on. bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit your songs to the show show i'm still getting emails people going how do how, how do i do it bob and ah, bob slash music bob slash music or you just click the indie music countdown link Right under the logo at BobSuzka.com.
2: How about that? Don't don't try his patience. <laughs> Listen, I, I got a, a theory. I came up with a theory during the commercial, mm-hmm. which I know some of our listeners are not did not hear. Yeah, but it was a commercial for Bubble Genius, and they send free soap uh, to the soldiers. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking now that's why they voted for Biden. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh-huh. They well, got free soap. And that's another amazing statistic to come out of this yes. election. the fact that so many uh, military no. votes went to Joe Biden. I think it was I think it was like four to one in some cases. Uh-huh. Uh, the ratio. Uh-huh. And that's pretty significant. And that, I think, goes back to Mr. Bob Woodward. I think that's entirely about suckers and losers. I think that's, and, and there that's may have been vitriol even prior to that with regard to Donald Trump, because my oh, guess sure. is some of those rumors had been going around before Bob Woodward reported on it. It just didn't get <laughs> widely circulated. So uh, that's that. And <laughs> sorry, Biff, one-term Biff, one-term loser. I've been tweeting that all over the place because, man, it's Joe fun Biden. to troll Donald Trump now when he's losing. There's, I mean, there's something, Buzz, especially satisfying about a bully like Donald Trump going down this spectacularly. I mean, it's amazing to watch. Oh yeah.
2: The second collapse. time. Yeah. Second second time he's lost the popular vote. Yeah. <laughs> second time in a row. Biden got more votes than any other presidential candidate in history. He got as you posted earlier today, a bigger percentage than Ronald Reagan. Yes. Uh Biden, Biden got a bigger percentage of the vote than any presidential challenger since 1932.
0: But why can't the Democrats talk to the diner folk buzz why why oh why won't they go into these red districts in wisconsin and talk to these people you know i've talked
2: i talked i think last week about making it not <laughs> cool to be a red hat yeah. and and i think you hit upon a, a good step in that mm-hmm. is to stop listening to them and certainly stop amplifying them yeah. if everyone ignores them including the media uh, perhaps they'll go away i don't know that that media wish will ever come true but, uh, gosh, that would be helpful.
0: Well, if you want to know more about my opinion with regard to civility and divisiveness, yes. go read yes. my Salon article today. It says everything I, I need that. to say about that because, you know, look, Joe Biden needs to do what he needs to do as the grown-ups returning back to the White House. And the the behavior, the competence, the decency, the humility, all the rest of it. That is Joe Biden's job, to restore that to the presidency. And meanwhile, the rest of us, we can continue to engage in the shovel fights. I mean, because there will continue to be shovel fights. As long as there are Republicans, there's always going to be fuckery, and there's always going to be a reason to engage that in some way, however we see fit. Well,
2: there'll be a reason to to certainly to hold our ground I, I think we want to be careful also though not to give them too much oxygen i again I think ignoring them is one way to help make mm. it go away so uh, where a fight is warranted uh, let's get in with both fists but if uh, you know if it's just a matter of amplifying some stupid thing some stupid conservative has said, uh, maybe we don't have to do that anymore. Maybe maybe uh, it'll be so nice to sleep at night again, and so nice not to have to worry about uh, constant tweets
0: well we don't have to swing at every pitch but we swing at the right. ones that are that we deem right. to be dangerous and i think we've done a pretty good job at least so far evaluating what's just the fun shit and what's the serious shit that we need to right. uh, dig right. into uh dig in and, and retrench so i think uh, i think that I, I think the overall tone has been pretty accurate i think we've taken an, a, an approach on certain things that is required and other things we laugh at it for a couple of minutes and then we move on i think that's been you, the general I, rule
2: I know you have other stuff you want to talk about, and Esper, and and I want to get to all those, but just briefly, how do you feel about the calls for reconciliation uh, between Republicans and Democrats? Uh, How do you feel about uh, what you've read? Pro and con on that.
0: Well, I I think it's great if it's bilateral. I I think if we unilaterally decide, hey, let's let's bring some flower arrangements to the Republicans. I think that's a recipe to get pantsed on a routine basis. I mean, that's a. I
2: I think if we take the high road and uh, conduct ourselves civilly, uh, I I think that's maybe the best approach of all. I I I don't want to get down in the mud with them anymore, uh, especially now that we have the power and. Uh, I mean, this is just so, so reassuring uh, to know that we can really relax soon, yeah. uh, certainly after January 20th. Uh, we can let down a lot of our guard. A lot of us have been in fighting mode, and uh, for some, I think it may be hard to get out of that role. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I would love to see us get along, but like you said, it can't be a one-way street. And I cannot forgive or forget the threats on journalists I cannot forgive or forget uh, the lives that have been lost. Uh, I, can, I can talk to you. But, but I'm never going to get past those things.
0: And bless your heart, Buzz Burbank, for having such a cup half full point of view on this. But <laughs> I, I think what we're looking at is, at the very least, a repeat of the incessant fuckery that we dealt with from 2008 to 2017. And that is going to continue on and be amplified. I think Donald Trump is going to continue to scream. I think his kids are going to continue to scream about well, uh, all kinds of shit. And could. there's going to continue to be, I mean, that's the window dress. Impressing. The real bullshit, the real fuckery, is going to happen with guys like Mitch McConnell and certain voices. I mean, we're talking about a gigantic conservative entertainment complex too that has now got this insanity we're looking at with regard to this kind of QAnon takeover of the Republican Party. So there is going to be there are going to be a lot of things that I think need to be confronted. Otherwise, it's well, just going to it's just it's going to be like uh, herd immunity with the coronavirus. If you just let it go it's going to continue to spread you kind of have to nip it in the bud as it's coming down mm-hmm. we take our I'm- we we choose our our fights as we go um and and decide case by case by case by case uh, the fact that joe biden is taking a very conciliatory approach is is fine because, again, as I said before, that's his gig. And I think some of us who are occupied on uh, Twitter and so on are in the trenches of these fights. I think that can continue. I mean, we don't want to go out and necessarily seek out fights to have, no, but I think no, when no, they, no, when I, I, they I just, land on our laps, we got to confront them. Otherwise constant pantsing, constantly taking advantage of the Democrats kind of looking the other way. Cause we're, we're seeking to find some kind of detente with the Republicans. That is never going to happen. Never going to happen. Not with this Republican party. Reconciliation will never happen. It's just the, the very fact though, that Joe Biden is taking a certain tone, a grown up tone I think changes the overall tone in the country and that's the yes. important thing. Good. That's the that's the thing that we can see as you know, letting the sun shine in, in terms of uh, a new day, a new approach, a new feeling, a new vibe in this country. But I I think we still got to be entirely aware. We still have to have our helmets at the ready. We still have have to have our bayonets at the ready. And that's not going to change.
2: Right. Uh, But let's take it as it comes. Let's not anticipate trouble. With them not in power, we don't Quite have to be on our toes quite as much, yeah. And and we don't have to try to guess what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can watch, uh, we can react when it's responded. But I, uh, my point is that uh, at least on the progressive side of things, uh, a lot of us have become so accustomed to, so adept at, so enamored with fight mode that I'm afraid. Uh, you know, that they, they, they won't step down from that uh, again, you know, continue the resistance against this, but uh, take yes for an answer. Know that when you've won, you've won. Uh, and, and I think, uh, I think someone's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I know. that's what I would say is, you know, it's okay to, I mean, we need to, if we've learned anything from this administration, is it is that we need to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, so don't stop paying attention. But uh,
0: with them not in power, there's less need to fight. Well, it's like nuclear arms reduction. We'll start reducing our nuclear arms as soon as they do. If we can come to a mutual agreement where they're reducing their number of nuclear weapons, we'll reduce our number of nuclear weapons. We're doing it at the same time. That's a bilateral commitment. But a unilateral commitment is suicide. We let our guard down and then suddenly we're getting steamrolled by those guys. And again, getting steamrolled by the Republican Party today is a lot different than getting steamrolled by the Republican Party 20 years ago. Getting steamrolled by the Republicans today means QAnon means blood drinking conspiracy theories I mean, means it's we'll okay to incarcerate children it's okay to have fascism david Frum said the other day that given the choice between defending conservatism and defending democracy they'll defend conservatism they won't sure. defend democracy this is a guy this is a lifelong conservative saying so, this. so i'm right. taking him so seriously
2: take a, we take away that choice yeah. i mean I, I i just i don't I, I think, you know, I like I said, I, I can't forgive or forget. I, right, I just right. can't. I just can't. Can I work with somebody? Yeah, I can. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm willing to find compromise. I think the, in this uh, denuclearization that you speak of, uh, Joe Biden has already taken that first big step. Yeah. So, yeah, it really is kind of their move at, at this point. Uh, and that hasn't happened yet. But I predict it will. Uh, you talked about the conservative entertainment, uh, they, yeah. which has already begun to divorce itself from an obvious loser. Uh, they've already started cutting off Trump's people. Uh, they, they, you know, and, and although the primetime opinion hosts, the entertainment hosts, continue to say their insane things, uh, the Fox News Channel is not, uh, is not behaving for Trump a- as it did before. And I see it beginning to drift away from him uh, to, to a degree. And if he is a loser, once he, I mean, he is a loser, mm-hmm. and once this becomes apparent— once Joe Biden is the president and Donald Trump is not, uh, you know, it's he, he is a loser. And I think at that point you may begin to see Republicans no longer fear his tweets, yeah. no longer uh, follow his lead. Uh, I, I don't I don't know that conservatives ever really favored putting kids in cages so much as they favored Donald Trump putting kids in cages. Mm. If you see the distinction with the cult leader gone. Uh, the cult begins to fall apart. So, I, and as for QAnon, I'm reading that a number of QAnon people are disillusioned that their guy didn't win, hmm. and uh, and and there goes their whole QAnon theory because uh, QAnon had it that Trump would reign victorious, and and uh, Trump won't be president after January 20th, and their faith in this uh, cult religion has been shaken. So let's see what happens. I don't know that all these dire predictions are going to come true.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, I ultimately admire that point of view. I think that that is a perfectly respectable and valid point of view to what you're talking about here. And I hope that ends up being the case. And as I've said all along about Trump, I hope I'm extremely wrong about Donald Trump and everyone around him. But I don't think that I am necessarily. So in this case, I hope you're right. I sincerely do. But the fact of the matter is that I feel like part of a democracy, part of uh, living in a republic, has Mm -hmm. always been about, I mean, there's always been shovel fights in this country. You go back to the election of (laughs) 1800, there's always, I mean, it it just, and it all depends on who's picking up the shovel. That's the problem here. The problem now is we have a Republican Party where it doesn't matter, everyone's picking up a shovel. You have the Democratic Party where, yeah, the leaders, people like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They're not picking up the shovel, but they probably shouldn't be. The problem with the Republicans is Donald Trump picked up a shovel just like a pundit or a a YouTube commenter or a a Reddit person or uh, someone on 4chan, uh, not understanding the dynamics of how the discourse is supposed to work where the leader of a movement is supposed to stay above the fray so that the rest of the people can do the hard work of fighting the fights in the, in the trenches. And so that's what gets screwed up. That's what's gotten screwed up on the Republican side. uh,
2: It's another reason that when the cult leader is gone, the cult begins to fall apart. I I say, let's wait and see what happens once he's gone. I think you might see a different scenario when they are no longer afraid of his tweets, when they no longer have to bow to his wishes. The Republicans will always be trouble, Mm -hmm. will always be fighting with them over policy. But with the Trump era ending... I don't know that it will be as it has been the past four years. I don't know that the past four years are a predictor of the next four years.
0: Well, I mean, with uh, Moscow Mitch talking about how he's going to block all Biden nominees, I mean, if
2: he keeps control of the Senate,
0: yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, 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 Yeah. that's absolutely true. So, I mean, there is an opportunity to change that, and I think a very real opportunity. And everyone's pitching in on that front too, and they will, right? Um, Right. You know, but I think you know, all things being where they are now. Uh, He is going to stymie the Biden administration every chance he gets because that's what he does. That's what that's that's his nature. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mitch McConnell's nature is to obstruct and disrupt.
2: Well, let's let's see if he still controls the Senate and. Uh, know that there are other ways to get things done, and know that Joe Biden has a good deal of experience dealing with Congress. That's true. So uh, you know, and and so do a lot of his people, mm-hmm. uh, and they are much more of a mind to work with Republicans. And if they if they got enough Republicans in the Senate, it doesn't matter what Mitch McConnell thinks. Yeah. Uh, even if he is Majority Leader mm-hmm. at that point, because he, if he can't corral his people, if uh, the Biden team can round them up, and do not underestimate the Biden team's ability to do this uh then mcconnell won't succeed even if he retains the leadership that's so you know i i mean i sure we know what mcconnell would do but my my thing has been let's kind of for a moment stop worrying about what could go wrong uh and focus on not only what has gone right but what is going right in terms of the biden transition and all of the different ways that they're working around this obstruction uh, and there, I'm just so impressed with their preparedness. Uh, I, I, I think they're ready and capable to handle whatever comes. So let's let's get across that January 20th threshold and reassess. Uh, I, I just think we've spent so much time worrying about what could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worried that Trump would uh, would uh, you know de- try to delegitimize the election, and he did. So you know we were right but we we spent an awful lot of time worrying about what we really knew was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Maybe that time's better spent. On figuring out how to counter it.
0: Well, there's a there's a reason to keep your eyes open. I think sure. uh, on that front, of you. you choose to go forward and and uh, kind of pull back on the stress and the nervousness and all the rest of it, uh, but make sure to keep your eyes open because that's that's when we end up getting uh, screwed when we're not not remaining aware Absolutely. of what they're doing. At the same time, you know, I think it's. Uh, I I think it's possible to do this in a way that uh, we can let Joe Biden do his thing while we do our thing. And that's uh, that's the, what's important. You oh, know, I, I'm I'm so glad though that we're having this conversation. I'm so glad yes. that this ended up happening in this uh, before the end of the free show because uh, this is something that I think a lot of people are talking about right now. How do we right. draw this line? How do we balance between uh, you know Joe Biden and Kamala Harris taking one tone while uh, you know maybe some of the people in the pits are still duking it out and. That's going to be an ongoing thing, and that's a conversation that we've always had in this country, is what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, what, do we, what pitches do we swing at, what pitches do we let sail on by, and I think uh, it's yeah. an important thing to talk.
2: Let's focus on the good things we can do and the things we can do right. This is a happy, happy occasion. I, I don't yeah. know if I've reflected that very well today, but this is a very happy occasion. The, the election of Joe Biden and uh, an apparent uh, pass of survival for the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't get much better than this except I think it will stick yeah. around. <laughs> Thank you.
0: And you know, what? it's it's important to have that optimistic point of view. I tend to be a little bit more difficult to get to that point, uh, you know. Well, but I think that's fine. You, I think you, that's a good you, balance. You,
2: you, like the rest of us, have had a rough four years. That's <laughs> <laughs> true.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to talk about the other things. We're going to talk about the couple of cases of voter fraud here. We're going to talk, or one case of voter fraud in particular, uh-huh. and right. uh, actual election fraud. And I think we all know where that's going. Wow. Uh, plus, I want to talk about Mark Esper and what's happening over at DOD. D, that's an important thing to discuss. Also, <laughs> we didn't even get to the fact that we have a, 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 a vaccine on the way for coronavirus. More good Holy news. Shit, yeah. More
2: good news. 90% it, it does effective, yeah. When, when Fauci takes it, I will, but it looks pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. And that's great news. And i I love the fact that it came five days after the election. <laughs> Fuck <Oops>. you, Biff. <laughs> Fuck you, one-term Biff. All right, that's it for the show. See us. We'll see you over in the post-mortem show on our Patreon page, patreoncom slash Show. You want to hear us talk more? As soon as this music is done, we keep on talking. That's what it's called, post-mortem show. See you over there, folks. Bye bye. the season of giving thanks is upon us right now the special day of turkey family and football will be here before you know it before gathering with your family to share in your Thanksgiving traditions it's important to allow some extra time for you the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best for your loved ones with Plexiderm all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes visibly reduced wrinkles fine lines and even under eye bags in just a matter of minutes Plexiderm even works on laugh lines too. numbers 11 and crow's feet. Take 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. We are talking about Photoshop in a can. You can try a 6 application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30 day money back guarantee in case you don't like it. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685- 1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout thank you